मुख्तसर सी बात विच शैलजा मुख्तसर सी बात में आज थोड़ी सी है जानी हुई थोड़ी सी नई सीजन थ्री की शुरुआत कर रही हूँ सबसे पहले बहुत शुक्रिया आपके साथ का जून 2021 में इस पॉडकास्ट की शुरुआत हुई थी एंड आई नो वट टू एक्सपेक्ट बट आई एम सो ओवरवेल्म विद रिस्पॉन्स इन जस्ट वन एंड हाफ ईयर्स वी हैव 36 सिक्स एपिसोड्स इन दिस पॉडकास्ट एंड ऑलमोस्ट फोर्टी प्लेज मेरा दिल ग्रैटिट्यूड से भरा है शुक्रिया It just goes on to confirm that we all are in this together in this collective human condition that unites us all and also what else unites us is our love for those retro songs that speak of that human condition in direct or subtle ways तो दुआ करती हूँ कि ऐसे ही आपका प्यार और आपका साथ मिलता रहे अपने दोस्तों से भी शेयर करिए अगर आपको अच्छा लगता है ये पॉडकास्ट तो सीजन थ्री की शुरुआत कर रही हूँ एक ऐसे शख्स से ऐसी बातों से जो थोड़ी सी जानी हुई लगेगी आपको और थोड़ी सी नई भी ये बातचीत है उनके साथ जिनसे मैं बहुत टाइम से मिलना चाहती थी गुलजार साहब से मिलने के सपने के पूरे होने के बाद जिनसे मिलने का सपना मेरी लिस्ट में टॉप पर था थोड़ी सी है जानी हुई थोड़ी सी नई तो कौन है ये शख्स
कौन है ये शख्स वी विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट लव इंटिमेसी वनरेबिलिटी बींग लॉस्ट फिल्म मासूम शबाना आजमी एमा थॉम्सन एंड सो मच मोर सो इन दिस एपिसोड आई एम टॉकिंग टू नन अदर देन द वेरी एनिगमेटिक ब्रिलियंट एंड स्टोइक शेखर कपूर जी हाँ The Shekhar Kapoor, the legendary director of the classics such as Masoom, Mr. India, Bandit Queen, Elizabeth, and his latest movie, What's Love Got to Do with It? It's a movie about finding love and the two opposing outlooks on how to find love: assisted marriage versus love marriage. passion versus pragmatism simmering versus boiling walking into love versus falling into love magical versus mundane i'm sure you'll enjoy this conversation he has a way of ennobling all questions very soon in the conversation you will know exactly what i'm talking about so without further ado here is the very poised and articulate shekhar kapoor shekhar sir you don't need any introduction i'm just going to say what an honor it is to sit opposite you one of the most important and defining and brilliant directors of all times i should say and as i said to you before um, i think it's my longing that's got you here <laughs> so welcome to voice of india fm 89.7 eastside radio uh, let's start with Of course what's love got to do with it I was at the media screening and let me tell you it's so delightful there's so many moments that stayed with me and that's always special when a movie does that so congratulations on that <laughs> I want to talk about working with Shawana Azmi after 40 years of time and Masoom is the reason I fell in love with with movies and with Nasiruddin Shah with Shawana Azmi and with with you so how was it working with Shawana ji after 40 years Well, I didn't have to say much to her. <laughs> It's not like we worked a lot in the four years. We've known right. each other. We've been friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Shabana, what I noticed was just a gesture, a movement of the eyes, and she would look and she said, "Oh, I know what you want. <laughs> I, I know what you right. know what's required." And she would right. do it a little bit, you know, fine tune. When you were, um, you know, if you're a racing driver, racing car driver, you got to be very careful. 
because a tiny flick of the steering wheel, you do it wrong, you'll yeah. crash. Yes. Right? <laughs> and so very highly tuned actors are like that. So don't give them the wrong instructions if they trust you. If they don't trust you, they can say anything, they're not listening to you. But if they completely trust you, you yourself have to become like that finely tuned machine like they are. And little, little gestures here and there. And that's what Shivana and a lot of the great actors are like that. Just need a little, like, Nudge. you only just do <laughs> that and they know what you're saying. What a lovely analogy. I mean, Emma Thompson was there. And her character, Kath, was really one of my most favorite characters. Mm -hmm. She had this vulnerability blended with edginess and, yeah. and also, you know, sense of comfort when she came onto the screen. Yeah, yeah. How did you work with her to, to get that? She, number one, she's human also. She <laughs> might be, oh, people just laugh. But if she wasn't effectively, you've described the words vulnerable. Yeah. That's a very human trait, vulnerability. Mm. If she wasn't played, it didn't play vulnerable, you just hate her for the things she says. True. But she's so vulnerable. And you know that she says it with the heart. Yes. The heart is good. Mm. It's just the expression in itself is uncertain. She doesn't know how to express it. <laughs> so the moment you know that heart is good, mm. it all works. Yeah. And Emma's a director herself, so she understands and she completely understood where this character should lie. In fact, she did her own costume. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I'll dress. <laughs> So vulnerability, just staying with that word for a little bit more. Um, in art, in movies, there's a lot of space for vulnerability and a lot of value in, you know, uh, in terms of behind the scenes, but also in front of the scenes. But in real life, why do you think our society hates vulnerability to be, you know, worn on our <laughs> Because we associate vulnerability with the loss of ego. Simple. It's very simple. Hmm. Uh, we are, we become, ego shores us up. Yeah. Ego is like, uh, you know, as if there's nothing inside, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Just trying to so imagine that just... you've stitched everything around you to hold you. Hmm. That stitching <laughs> is your ego, right? Yeah, yeah, true. And you're so, you're so afraid to let that stitching go in case you just collapse. What you need to do is let that stitching go and realize you actually don't collapse. Maybe. It's an illusion. Structure hmm. is an illusion. We think, oh, we've got structure, we're safe. Let go of structure. Then you see, let go. How will you even know yourself if you're not vulnerable to yourself? You know, vulnerability is not a wall that you create between yourself and other people. It's also a huge wall that you're creating between you and yourself. Mm. And so you've got sometimes let that wall go to know yourself. Otherwise, you'll forget who you are. It's a strength, in other words. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the greatest strength in the world is one, to be vulnerable. It is. Like water. Yes. Yeah, like water, yeah, yeah, water is so wonderful. It'll just flow around like in a rock. Find its way. <laughs> a rock ultimately will get hewn away. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't flow. It's just the the yeah. parayachara, you know. <laughs> so you have to be like water. Like water. Um, just staying on the same topic. Uh, when you create your movies, I you you wrote something. Uh, let me just get it right. That you can be a true seeker only when you are lost. So how do you keep a balance between being meticulous, organized, and also, you know, at the same time getting lost and, <laughs> and then being a seeker? Well, I can tell you from my, my own experience, and just like love, being lost is not a, a temporary thing. Hmm. That, okay, I found my way. You never do. No, you never do. 
the idea of continuously searching, searching for yourself, what are you really searching for? You're searching for your connection with the infinite. Very Most true. of us will never get there because we can't imagine the infinite. So we pray, you know, it's, we people call it different. Sort of. I call it love. Indeed. People call it God. People Indeed. call it faith, all kinds Indeed. of things. That search for the infinite can only happen when you accept that you need to search, that you are on a lost path. If you knew exactly where to go, so what do we do? Like, what do children children do? You know, watch kids often. When they're lost, they just go somewhere. You know, even if they're crying, they start to cry, but they move into a path, and then that's how they'll discover something. Uh, I like that. I like to be like that. I like to be lost all the time. And every now and again, my ego surges in and saying, you know, I know how to direct a film. How dare you say that? I don't. <laughs> because if I knew how to direct a film, then every, next, every film that I did would be the same. Very true. Right? If so each film, method. I have mm. to let go say, I don't know. In fact, mm. the three most creative words I know are, I don't know. Perfect. So I'm lost. That's the only truth as well. Yeah, yeah. so I'm lost. That's what I meant.
they say you know good art it can really show us our interior lives or our mm-hmm. you know make us meet ourselves any project that has truly deeply and sort of in a permanent ways um changed you or affected you yeah everyone every project has because i deal with human beings right. you know so i they're not just reflecting of me as a director i'm reflecting of them yeah. in in order to understand them i'm trying to become one part of them i'm be- yeah. trying to become them so in the movies that i do i am every character all the time No. I was even pulling Devi in in, in Bandar Queen. Mm-hmm. I was pulling Devi mm-hmm. to understand what it meant to be raped or gang raped. I had to undergo it myself or to be Gath or to be Zoe or to be I I have to inhabit the character yeah. to understand the character. And then to see how the actor is inhabiting the character, I have to yeah. go with them. So I cannot not learn it is a process of learning constantly evolving mm. i'm changing mm. all Jee. the time jee so i would like to bring in alain de botton one of the greatest thinkers of our time into this because very soon in the movie i was reminded of him and his views on marriage love and romanticism so he's very vocal about what's love got to do with marriage he doesn't say it in these many words but he's always talked about the fact that we need to reexamine our views on love and marriage but a part of us always wants to boil always wants that heady feeling mm-hmm. of love mm-hmm. and ishq i wanted your view on that why are we so tempted by ishq we we talk about different things of course we always look for passion ji uh and excitement right but what are we really looking for is uncertainty uh-huh. like little kids when they're about to jump a ditch ji can i jump it can i not touch it jump it it's the fear of falling into the ditch that makes you want to jump it <laughs> if you could just walk over it so yeah. there's yeah, a kind no. of uncertainty that drives us as human beings constantly uh we are afraid of it so we're afraid of anything uncertain so that's why love if has an uncertain quality to it has a mystery to it <laughs> and is that mysteriousness that draws us constantly as human beings into it So when I st- when you talk about relationships that's a different thing. It's yeah, love draws us gone. into relationship. Yeah. But the relationship has an everyday practical aspect to it. Uh does love come into it? Yes it does. Love has a different meaning in a relationship. The fact that you say okay now I'm in love and now what do I do? Actually what you're saying is now the passion and everything of love is over. <laughs> right so what you should be saying oh now that love is over how do we live together that's basically you're not using those words so the only way to keep relationships going is to understand that love is not over it's it not over it's mutating to something else no it keeps mutating itself okay. because part of being in love is to be a reflection of if i'm in love with somebody and we're deeply in love and committed to each other that person becomes a mirror to myself So if love is over then the mirror is blocked that means that I'm that's it I'm not going to you know uh, evolve anymore hmm. or develop so that does that mean that evolution of my own self is over right, right. that's not true yeah. therefore if love has to survive in a way that you don't interfere with love what happens is a lot of time when we get into relationship 
too many other things start to interfere. The politics of living, the politics of togetherness, mm -hmm. that starts to interfere with love. The mm -hmm. politics of life itself starts to interfere. Ego and other things. Yeah, ego. Very big, <laughs> very big in that. Mm -hmm. So the, it becomes incumbent then mm. on inner relationship for you to keep the space for love. Don't stamp it out, you know, you don't like... Labeling it. Yeah, labeling spats. Mm. Uh, it, it's, if, if you've got a candle, you have to keep it burning. Don't let the oxygen go away, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. But it won't go away. It will keep burning till you stamp it out. So remember that, oh, we don't love each other more. You've stamped it out. Mm. Because you haven't discovered how to constantly evolve love because you haven't accepted that you are evolving. Hmm. When you say, I got bored with somebody, you're saying you got bored yourself? So true, actually, because we keep changing. I mean, yeah, and you'll never accept that I don't change. You'll never say, I'll never accept the fact that I don't change, that tomorrow, for the rest of my life, I'll be the same person. But as long as the other person, that's why I keep saying this film is not about love as much as it's about intimacy. As long as you have intimate, and that mm. there's not only sexual intimacy, yeah. uh, there's so many forms of intimacy. Actually, that's a nice segue to my next question, because I think real intimacy occurs in the mind, in the depths of the mind. Yeah. Um, um, in the movie, there were so many beautiful moments and these unexpected turns and twists, you know, which, which were really beautiful. And, and I just want to mention two things that stayed with me. First one was uh, in the two protagonists, Kaz and Zoe, and the fact that they live close to each other, you know, for years, you know. So number 47 and number 49 are, are two worlds which are so far apart, mm -hmm. but also mm -hmm. so close together. So in a way, you know, that or that proximity to each other gives them a certain depth, a certain intimacy. And I saw, I mean, I just want to share notes with you. I saw that as a simmering factor that they knew each other's inner and outer worlds for many years. So I saw that as the simmering happening. And then that moment, you know, after the big reveal at the Mehndi ceremony, when they mm. walk into this Sufi Mehfil, that just took my breath away. You know, the way it's been shot and nothing has been said. So there's this magical silence where all the barriers and ego and resentment just melts away. And I saw that as the kind of the boiling, but not the passionate boiling, but mm. really the peaking moment. I just wanted to see what were your view, you know, thoughts when you were filming these two aspects of the movie. Does it match your vision at all, how I'm seeing it? You know, I've never have, I don't define moments. <laughs> even when I'm filming, I don't define. They evolve. So even when I was filming, let's say, Rahat Fatih Khan, Ali Khan singing. I was watching how these these two evolve, and I was shooting them the way they evolve. In fact, uh, Lily was so moved by that song, and you can see it. It's yeah, not she was not absolutely. being play acting; she yeah. was being completely moved by it. Yes, you know, and that silence. So, you know, initially it was written in the car, but I realized in a car you get close to in in a rickshaw yeah. you're open to the world, so for you're open to love. So these little, little things keep going on. True, and those yeah. are the things we would never know, yeah. you know, what happened in the yeah. background. Uh, but that, that moment really brought in that, you know, intimacy of the mind. But I saw that somehow simmering and boiling together probably is yeah. that middle, you know, coming together yeah, is yeah, the absolutely. way to love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> simmering and boiling and it's evolution, it's evolving. It's mm -hmm. not like 
even if you boil, doesn't mean that the, the evolution has stopped. It means that there is a beginning and it started. Субтитры 
which we just talked about and there's so much that's gone into making that a really magical moment you just shared that but i was i follow you on instagram and and you said something there about um you said we cannot fall in love when we are already in an embryo called love um, yet our human experience you know it always creates these walls and barriers inside that embryo also so i was wondering why is it so difficult to create such moments that we witness in real life but also in real life we don't yeah. get to see such moments you know because uh, our biggest barrier becomes language yeah. and we get addicted to language love is a word that so oh, yeah, i'm in love with you it's a it's becomes an addiction to say that without understanding it Very you know because um, so everything needs to for some reason human beings need to define everything and as we are getting into social media and 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 relationship without talking to each other right. we are relating our lives by definition we define 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 by words and what ways do we have defined 
language. So language often becomes the biggest barrier. Mm. So when I was writing that, what I was saying is that actually the universe, if you describe the universe, it's something called love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so when you say I fall in love, actually all you've done is open your eyes and open your heart and say, oh my God. Become aware of that. It was always there. So it's not like, oh, you saw somebody you fell in love. Somebody provoked you to open your eyes. Somebody provoked you to open your heart. Mm. And you open your eyes and open your heart. And then suddenly, when love happens, no. If possessiveness happens, it's not love. If ownership happens, oh my God, that's such a sexy person. I've got to own that person. Nah, then it's not love. It's, it's something actually quite opposite. It's worse than not mm. knowing. It leads to jealousy and wars. And, mm. But love, when you open it, you feel a huge sense of compassion. So the love we're talking about actually is very compassionate at the same time. They yeah. go together hand in hand, these two things. Yeah. And I think that's the moment that was captured in yeah, that scene. I, yeah. I called it, I wrote a review, the movie called it, you know, it was like more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, yeah, and that's what yeah. we were witnessing. So beautifully done. Jaane kabwa 
so many themes that are fraught with complexities and contradictions you know whether it's the concept of uh, love marriage or arranged marriage or should we walk into love or fall into love you know should love be all magical or also mundane so it's quite complex debates that you know we probably never get a closure on which is which is okay but um, a, a movie which deals with such complex issues but yet it never feels heavy or serious or banal I mean it's light-hearted but still there's a certain depth to it so I just wanted to ask you um, that this genre which uh, you also said that you were looking forward to packing all this complexity into um, kind of a light-hearted or feel-good genre so a genre like that how does it lend itself to examining such complex themes? You know, um, I've done it once before. Masoom was like that. Masoom was, yes. So it's not alien to me, you know. We just don't call Masoom a romantic Wrong. comedy. You know, it's <laughs> but no, it's a... You make film, is, to me, it's about human beings. It doesn't matter whether it's Elizabeth or Masoom or... Right. <laughs> They're all to me, no film makes sense unless you can relate to the characters. Mm -hmm. And you cannot relate to the characters unless they're human, you know. And they are, can't be human unless I am encouraging the actors themselves to find the, the character in themselves. So I'm never telling the actors what to do. I just right. make actors always, my life depends on actors. Right, of oh, course. Yeah. <laughs> Any film that has worked has worked because the actors have worked. And uh, so even in, in this one, what I do is I work with the actors and the characters. And then finally, over time, in all the rehearsals and the work we do together, either I accept the actor in like, okay, so this is how the part is, uh -huh. or the, the actor finds something in themselves that is the character character and they go that way. So it's always, always, always the actor. Indeed. And the uh, the actor then tells the story. Wow. You know, for me, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah you have a certain method, yeah. uh, you know, of working with your actors. So you let them be in a room yeah. and then develop a sort of a rapport between each other. 
That's beautiful. Uh, again, something from Insta. You know, I go through Insta every day. So you said sometimes I try so hard and cannot achieve what I want. It's frustrating. And then wisdom responds that there are other karmas and destinies at play. So I was thinking about Masu, Mr. India, Bandit Queen, Elizabeth. What's love got to do with it? You know. How, where do these projects, one of these projects, fit in all this? Did you achieve what you set out to do? And if there was one thing that you would like to change, although it's a masterpiece for us, I, we, I wouldn't want you to change anything about, say, Masum. But if you wanted to, with the benefit of hindsight, would you change anything? No, I wouldn't try. I wouldn't dare. I would just make a different film. I wouldn't dare change Did. anything. That came out of naivety and that came out of what I were. And naivety is a huge, huge asset, Indeed. you know. Beautiful. But when I when I said to my, uh, in that that there's a million things that the universe is doing at the same time, it's like everybody else's camera, karma. Mm. Mm. This film succeeds. There's going to be a million things that other people will feel it was their karma. Yeah. If I walk out of this room right now, somebody will have to shift to let me through. Their that karma. movement will affect their karma. It affects, like it's what we call the butterfly effect. Yeah. Everything affects everybody. Too. How can I say yeah. that between my doing and what is done is just me? Yeah. It cannot be. It's True. a trillion things, unlimited amount of yeah. other karmas. The karma of this light, the karma of this room, this karma of my flight. Yeah. Everything is affected, yeah. you know. <laughs> so. That's why, you know, even the Gita says, um, just do what you have to do because yeah. the result of what you do is really yeah, not up control. to you. Last one, just one message why um, our audience should go and watch the movie. Well, remember something that the uh, pandemic taught us. Yeah. One reason you should go watch the movie, otherwise, other than to be entertained, is to go hug somebody again. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. It was a pleasure, much. sir. Thank you. Thank you. Follow me on Insta, RJ underscore Shalja Chandra, or on Facebook, Shalja Chandra Sydney. कदर भी ना इतना के चलिए हुजूर इस कदर भी ना इतना के चलिए खुले आम आचल न लहरा के चलिए हुजूर इस कदर भी ना इतना के चलिए खुले आम आचल न लहरा के चलिए हुजूर इस कदर भी नैतराक चलिए कोई मन चलाकर पकड़ ले क्या कीजिएगा लगा दे अगर 
बढ़ के जुल्फों में कलियां लगा दे अगर बढ़ के जुल्फों में कलियां तो क्या अपनी जुल्फे झटक दीजिएगा हुजूर इस कदर भी न के चलिए खुले आम चल चलिए इस कदर बिना के चलिए बहुत खूबसूरत है हर बहुत खूबसूरत है हर बात लेकिन अगर दिल भी होता तो क्या बात होती लिखी जाती फिर दासताने मोहब्बत लिखी जाती फिर दासताने मोहब्बत एक अफसाने जैसी मुलाकात होती हुजूर इस कदर भी न इतना के चलिए खुले आम चल न लहरा के चलिए हुजूर इस कदर भी न इतना के चलिए खुले आम चल न लहरा के चलिए हुजूर इस कदर भी न इतना के चलिए मुख्तसर से बात विच शैलजा